All right. Uh, let's go see where the timestamp is at like 30. Wow, we talked 37 minutes. 37.15. All right, hold on. Welcome to Care Discuss. And uh, today we have uh, a two recurring guests, an OG from back to maybe made episode two, four. And then we have Coach Science, PhD, MD, Senior <laughs> Father of the Year. And then, he will be Father of the Year, absolutely. And then I we have our boy, uh, our boy McKizzle, just chilling in the back. Who? How you doing, McKay? McKizzle? You know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. Oh, Mr. Father just, Coach just... Science, how are you doing? Oh, my fault. <laughs> doing well, doing well. <laughs> okay, now you can... Good to be here, as always. And then McKizzle, I'm sorry I interrupted you. So, would you like to uh, say hey to the to the uh, yeah. to the fans? What's up, guys? Never thought I'd be here. Never thought it'd be me, but here I am. Flocka trusts me with my takes, especially with the Eagles, and so that's why he brought me in to let you guys know about how good we'll be this season. So, <laughs> thank you. I mean, we've learned over the over this past season that. Uh, our greatest friend, our greatest friends, can be our enemies. So, <laughs> thanks to the Washington come, come football season, come football season, baby. It's gonna be oh. one and two game week seventeen or week eighteen. Oh, week eighteen. Thanks. So now, it, so now, what if uh, we'll, the Cowboys will go on to the? There's gonna be one of two ways. They're gonna go twenty and zero and win the Super Bowl, or then go eight eight and one. So. <laughs> Or they'll they'll battle for the last place in the division. I mean, hey, you know, whatever gets us, Trevor Lawrence, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, have fun paying Dak Prescott $100 million. And Zeke. Jeez. Dude. Have fun with that. Man, Zeke, he has the ugliest piercings on his face I've ever seen, dude. Like, so you got he the has, if only piercings. those piercings made him good at football. He was total <laughs> trash last season. See, Weeks can attest to that, father of the year. He was. He was on my, he he was on on my fantasy team. team. <laughs> he was horrible. <laughs> he was horrible. I'm so sorry, bro. I mean, I'm telling you, they just don't care. They don't care as much as I do, man. If they care as much as I did, they would win the Super Bowl. Troy, <laughs> Every I think year. Next, time, Every year. next time you have me on the podcast, you have to remind you have to remember to introduce me as a uh, champion, okay? Because I am a champion. Oh, uh, okay. The, belt, the belt is around my waist, baby. Mm. Oh, man. I can't believe you won that belt the first year we did it. Bro, the best part was Christmas Eve and Alvin Kamara scores me 60 points. That's when I wow. knew it was That was – <laughs> I couldn't believe that. That's I think it went from like 170 to like 85. Well, he had what four touchdowns and like 200 yards six. rushing. He had six, six touchdowns. touchdowns. Was it? Yeah. Was that the championship game? That was the championship the, game. Oh yeah, for fantasy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I had so, Adam Thielen who got like who also I had like three 40 touchdowns. Points. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, McKay with two players amazing. had 100 points. Oh, it was Man. good times. You know what's amazing about that? Like, would you – all right, hear this. Would you rather just – I know, McKay, you blew out your championship. Would you rather just – Who'd you play? Joey? Joey. <laughs> the year Joey, Joey the actually Tampa did Rays something. Of our team, of our Super Bowl <laughs> run. He was did the – Yeah, he, he was like the eighth – wasn't he like the worst seed too? Second to worst seed, and he just blew through everybody to the finals. He might have I mean, been. He He's been a dodgeball coach champion, so I mean he has the experience to win. He does, and it's all he about does. peaking in the postseason, not peaking in the regular season. So, yeah, Eli yep. Manning knows all about that. Exactly, dude. Oh yeah, McKay, I have a question. I know that you won uh, the large deficit. You had a huge uh, separation between you and the second and the first loser. Uh, would you rather blow out a team and just not worry about it the whole game, or would you rather, like the Eagles, like they were close and close and close the whole game, and then they finally win at the end? Well, they didn't come back, but 
it's a tight game and then you win at the end? How do you so either you like blow out or like or like super super close and then win at the end? Yeah. Are you talking about like in the Super Bowl or are we talking like any Georgia game? Oh, Georgia Alabama. That's the perfect oh. one. But you're okay, Alabama I would, side. I would much rather blow someone out in the Super Bowl and win it. But any regular season game, I'd much rather have it be close because oh. I about pooped myself during the Eagles Patriots game. Like that, that was the most stressful three hours I've had in like, <laughs> like five years. You know, I was on my mission, dude. And that, I don't think I was ever that stressed, like straight up. I like that halftime was so long. I felt I just, I couldn't, that sucked, but it was obviously worth it in the end. Like when when uh, Gronk dropped the pass, but but honestly, I would prefer a blowout in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I feel that it gets you all the stress released and gone and getting rid of. Yeah, and I would ask you the same question, but like you probably won't ever experience that with the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, it, like I mean, hey, I was Madden from Madden two thousand one to two thousand twenty one, so okay. I'm all good. Twenty twenty. <laughs> So, oh, hear this, right? Uh, while I was in the uh, city of Vegas, right, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs were playing Alabama in the SEC Championship to play against Notre Dame for the Natty, right? I prayed that night that Georgia would lose. fair for one of my teams to win. Because I couldn't find a way to watch it. I didn't have any enabling, like, companions to let me do it. So I prayed that they lost and Georgia lost, so... Are you just trying to do, like, reverse psychology because you always pray that your team will win and then they get blown out? Well, I mean, there's only one God and so many prayers. He doesn't answer those. (laughs) He just sends it to his secretary and says, trash this one out. He's like, I'll just file this one. And I mean, and guess what? And if it doesn't, you either are – it's a win-win for God, right? It's either the prayer is going to be blessed because you win or it's just a trial in your life. So, you can't. It's it's just a it's a lose. It's a win loss for me, but a win win for God. If everybody could just have Troy's brain, man, the world would be a better place. Oh, hundred percent. Call it a trial. Call your worst life like. I don't, I'm not saying that the Cowboys sucking at football is my worst life uh, thing, but it's just, your worst, it's just a, your worst trial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, but, personally, for me, I'm I'm excited for Week 18. You know, because it will – at the end of that game, it will be determined. Two. First. Team or the Giants. So, one and – So, one and two playing each other. Hello? Hello? Determine the outcome of the season. Will you say that again, McKay? You cut out for, like, the last ten seconds. Fly one, fly one slash two, not four. Fly. Fly one, fly. They will either be playing for the the division championship or playing for last place. Hey, we're playing for number one pick, baby. Let's go, dude. I love that because (laughs) I mean, all right. Who can suck the most? You want to hear some? You want to hear a fun stat? Let's go look up. uh, how many games – so the Cowboys are known for losing the last game of the season to lose the division. So I'll give you some anecdotes of my life. Uh, one time at Disney World, uh, the Cowboys put the Eagles for the division and got booty stomped. So I went from the happiest place on earth to wanting to go home. And then uh, <laughs> the first game after my Vegas trip uh, – <laughs> Was that the and Michael then, Vick era? No. The, ironically, ironically, the one year that Michael Vick, the year, it was the year before Michael Vick was good. Again, it was the Cowboys played the Eagles two weeks in a row and won both of the games. They won the playoff game and this week 17 oh, game. I remember that. I mean, that's just a little baby taste. Right. But then this past one, like, my uh, my brother-in-law uh, took a liking into football and decided he wanted to like the Eagles. So, oh. yo, <laughs> let's go! Oh, but uh, Cal- I Cal- need Tyler, that. I love him. Mm. Oh, I love it. Wow. 
Dude, it's ridiculous. But um, the Cowboys always lose to the Eagles at the end of the season. So the Cowboys just have to be 19-0. and zero, And we'll take the one loss and then win the Super Bowl. I'm okay with the 19-1 season. So... <laughs> Uh, or six that would be 17, 17 and one at the time, but oh, 16 and one. I can't count. Hey, Connor, how do you feel about your uh, your Cardinals uh schedule? Uh, right yeah, their their uh, their schedule. Um, I mean, obviously, they have the toughest division in the NFL, so like their interdivisional games are gonna be tough, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I think I looked at like the schedule toughness, and they're like. Their schedule is like a 500 schedule in terms of toughness. They're like in Here. the middle of the pack. You know who's got the easiest schedule in the league? The Cowboys and the, the Eagles. Eagles. The Eagles do. Cowboys you are 31st. Was... Eagles are 32nd. Now hear this, right? I think it's... division is so potent. Once you have <laughs> a, a, a division that loses more than they win, there's a high likelihood that you're going to have the worst division in football. But for a while... Uh, for at least from like 2013 to 2017, like, the NFC the West worst... garbage. Exactly right. So like the worst team in the division of the worst division would come out as like the team with the top record in the league. So like the year that was it NFC South, uh, when they when the Panthers went no it was seven eight and one with the Panthers, and the next season they went fifteen and one, and a couple years before that. The Seahawks went seven and nine and made the playoffs, but then the next year they became like the two, 2012 Seahawks. Like they were really freaking yeah, good. That was and, Pete Carroll's like first year when they went like seven and nine and made the playoffs. Yeah, and the Beast Quake happened, which is the most <laughs> overrated run of all time. But I mean, we don't have <laughs> any ta- Seattle. Steve. It's, you it's know, more. Poor I still remember. The Saints. I remember when where I was. I was at your house. I was eating pizza from Domino's. And we were watching that game, and I remember spitting my pizza out on that run because I was like, "That run definitely this day is still." All right, all right, all right. It's just Marshawn Lynch. We don't have any Seahawks fans, so yeah. I don't. McKay, yeah. I think your connection's cutting out. Yeah. I think we lost him. All right. He comes back, but uh, Mc... oh, Connor. Um... Oh, he's back. You're back. Back, back, back. Your connection fell out for a little bit. Yeah. We just don't have any Seahawks fans that we can push the buttons with right now. But it was a great time to see the Seahawks lose the Super Bowl on, like, the interception because I was with, like, some friends that like the Seahawks, and I went full troll mode. I just made fun <laughs> of them. said, loser, your team is trash. Take your jersey off and burn it. Because I went in with my Dallas Cowboy jersey on, and then they were making, oh, what did you do in the playoffs? Oh, wait, uh, we're both losers. You're a bigger loser because he lost the big game. You'll be remembered. Forever for being a loser. Troy, you right? are like the best troll I've ever met. Dude, you can't troll a winner, but you can always troll a loser. You're in the same boat. Stop. <laughs> they just have to get over it. It's true. That's why it was so hard for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. Like, I couldn't troll them. Like, all right, you got me. Like, I can't uh, say anything. And then, so. I, I wish we had that video of you when the Cowboys lost. To the I'm, I'm so mad that we can't find that that infamous field goal kick, man. It was like Jer- Jared Cook, Troy's favorite tight end. I mean, I don't know. Troy might have a new favorite tight end now this upcoming season. Oh gosh! I mean, he might I... become a, a Jaguars fan. Oh, true, 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 wow. true. Ain't I that mean, right, the, wor- the worst morally coach moral coach of all coaches, uh, Urban Meyer, the biggest bum of all time. Oh, wait, he leaves Utah. Oh, oh yeah, he builds a program in Utah. You know, you have to have half a brain to coach at Utah, and then you're you're in the Mountain West. You have a bunch of bum teams, like Boise State at the time. Probably Didn't he have State. Alex Smith? Yeah, he made Alex Smith look good. What do you do? 
I mean, I can make Alex Smith look good. Doesn't that mean he's a good coach? No, he's trash because he has no morals. He's a bum, and I hate him. Because Urban Meyer, he only is in there for the wins. Everywhere he goes, he has a good quarterback. Everywhere. I mean – I mean, Chris that, Leak was a good, was a great quarterback. Alex Smith, awesome. But we're talking about the man that must not be named, Urban Meyer. When he doesn't have a quarterback that he doesn't like, then when he thinks that's not good, he fakes a heart attack, right? So he's faked so many heart attacks. That he he builds a program up, has terrible morals, and then right when the losing starts coming around, he retires. And it's not really retiring; he's just quitting. He's a bum. He just wants to get paid and wants to go. To, and then all of a sudden, he wants to go live in Jacksonville, Florida, where like your sister is your mother, kind of place. And then Troy, he that, brings in what? Troy, that reminds me of when we were playing dodgeball and you were the last person left. And, and instead of <laughs> play, instead of playing, you retired basically. You, you just, walked so off the court. Let me tell this, right? Out. So no, you walked off I the mean, court. I was setting up the other team. For confidence. They thought, hey, you know what? I come in there. I, just, I got done with the sports psychology class, right? They didn't earn their win. I quit on them, right? Troy, it's like turning off the no, Xbox. You're like, Ur- you, that is, you are Urban Meyer. That is no, not I didn't think a heart attack. I just walked out. Troy, that was the final championship game. And that was important. And you just walked out because you were trying to make them have confidence. You know, when I was playing tennis, no, no, no. dude. They did Troy, listen, listen, listen. Troy, listen, listen. I was okay. playing tennis, and the one thing my coach always told me was never, ever give up points to an opponent. Like, this is when I first started when I was like, what? You know, I was still a young kid. They said never give games or points up to an opponent because that confidence boost will help them win the game. I remember True. I was playing this one kid, and I was up 6-0. It was, it was a process, so I had to go to eight wow. games. I was, up, I was up six games to zero. And I felt bad. He won one game and then came back and beat me 8-6. Hey. So to, to this day, Troy, that is not a real thing because I have been screwed by it. And it is not – it just doesn't work because that confidence boost can make them overtake our skill and then, like, beat us. Okay, like, getting, hot, that, getting, hot, getting hot in the playoffs. Total right. trash at tennis. And he just started kicking my trash because I let him win one game. Because he cheated. Oh my! <laughs> I'm just messing with you, dude. <laughs> dude, I mean, I've walked a couple of batters. All right, take my calculated risk in the sport. When it's six to one, I'm like, nah, bro. Face, not nah, not today. I walk off, and I take take my beating for another day. So I was doing it for the greater of the team. If it was like. Game, if it was like, uh, what was it? You had to win three games or four games? It's only 3 1. Remember. What other teams have like lost it having a 3 1 lead? Like, I mean, oh, wait, the, the, the New York Yankees, the, the Warriors, the, Yankees, the Braves, the Braves last season. Oh my gosh. I had a thought that when the Braves, I was at a football game on a Friday night. And I told Amber straight up, hey, I am okay if the Braves lose tonight because I want to see them win and so they can go to the World Series. And we lost that football game, the one that we lost, and the Braves got swept out in the last, the next three games. So I just can't wish off losing. So yeah, you I need can't to give get away confidence. So you you're can't give away me confidence. When I'm playing a team, I should just blow them out and make them quit. Yes. All right. No, you just – Absolutely. I'll do that. Absolutely. You should. You should have – you should take a note from McKay's book. He right. threw fireballs at girls' faces all <laughs> season. I mean, you know, you if they can't you take his giving them play confidence. The game. Yeah, I was trying <laughs> to demoralize them. Every single game, there was a girl in. I somehow hit them in the face, or I hit them in the legs while they were jumping and flipped them onto the ground, and it Honestly, worked. Don't feel bad for them. We won. We won the championship. Yeah. We were the champions because I didn't let up. Yeah, you think, dude? I love those girls wanted to try to play dodgeball again after getting drilled in the face by a ninety mile an hour dodgeball by PK. (laughs) Good, you know, I was like the Joey Gallo of like dodgeball. Like I would miss so many times, but when I connected on someone, they're gone. (laughs) Oh, baby, 
I would just crow hop and just yank them. But all right, all right, Troy, bring us back to oh your to favorite. the Tebow. Oh, to, to the your... to the Antichrist. I saw a tweet the other day saying that uh, Jesus came back at thirty three, and then Tebow came back to the NFL at thirty three. <laughs> Tim Tebow is the worst person in the face of the earth. He comes in. Oh, wait. Oh, I can't throw. I don't think he's even left-handed. He did it because he thought he wanted to be cute. The way he throws a football, he throws it, and it turns around like a – oh, my gosh. It doesn't turn around like a spiral. It turns around like a helicopter. I might as well put it on the top of a building, and it would fly over the place. Holy crap. He couldn't throw – he couldn't hit a target if he was right in front of him. You're talking about Tim Tebow. Oh, wait. He does an ugly-ass jump pass. To win a football game. Oh wait, against against who? Wait, Appalachian State. Oh, okay, that's the greatest speech of all time. You know where who who he had it against? You know when he started crying? He had a speech. And he started crying after losing to Ole Miss. Ole freaking Miss. Ole Miss is so bad that probably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time had a freaking in with Archie Manning, and he went to Tennessee where they have. Orange as a mascot. Holy crap. Oh, they're the volunteers? Nope. They're a bunch of... Uh-oh. I can't say that. It rhymes too well and it starts with a Q. So, we can't say that today. But, Florida? Oh, wait. He does a cute little jump pass. And then the one year he wins the Heisman, he goes 9-4 and four and loses to Georgia. The greatest team of all time. Then he... Oh. If you're going to... I think you should replace the Mona Lisa painting... With the picture of Tim Tebow crying after losing to Alabama. Hey, Tim Tebow, I know it. It sucks to lose Alabama. But get over it. Just get freaking over it, Tim Tebow. It's okay. Everyone loses to Alabama. You just lost to him first. And then, oh, then he goes to baseball. You think if he can't – good thing you play the outfield because the shortstop can move 17 feet to the right when he tries to – Shot put it over to the to the cutoff man when he has to, and then he can't hit. I mean, you could put a billion dollars for him to hit the ball, like not like a seventy-two mile an hour fastball, and he couldn't hit it. But then all of a sudden, he can play tight end in the NFL. Really? All right. <laughs> okay. Really? Tight end? Right. That one Wait, is throwing tight end ninety mile an hour fastballs. What? No one is going to throw 90-mile-an-hour fastballs in the NFL. You can't tell well, me I those mean, two are the same thing. I mean, apples to oranges, I'm sorry. But, I mean, <laughs> you're talking about how he's such a great leader. He, I mean, Aaron Hernandez. You just have to put the name up. He influenced him by crying against Ole Miss. And, and Aaron freaking Hernandez is all I'm saying. My favorite, actually, the second best picture that should be hung up next to the Mona Lisa is him throwing a football to Aaron Hernandez and Riley Cooper. I mean, two terrible people. So, all right, there's my take. I hate Tim Tebow, and he is the fakest Christian of all time. He has to be the devil. I mean, I understand, like, hey, like, the Antichrist don't. It's supposed to be like Jesus, but he's fake. Everything that he is, but he isn't. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. There it is. Right. I can't even give a take about Tim Tebow after that, dude. I'll just let it go. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make sense of the whole thing of what I want to say. So, Tim Tebow going to the NFL. Do I think he was the best tight end available for them? Do I think he was even a viable option for anyone? No. Tim Tebow, he's 33. He's kind of past his prime. Like, he had his time in the NFL. Never had a prime. But when in life do the best people available ever get the job? I would say that rarely happens. It's all about who you know at the end of the day. And who did who does Tim Tebow know? The devil. Urban Meyer. Himself. Urban Meyer. They, have a, they had a great connection in Florida. They, they won a lot. Can't deny that. Tim Tebow was... He's arguably the best quarterback ever in college in terms of stats. Um, he was a Heisman winner, two-time national champion. I think he has the record in the SEC for the most touchdown-to-interception ratios in the SEC. I hate him. You have to, you have to fact, you have to fact check me on that one. But he has the most touchdowns. 
Yeah, so, I mean, what I do like about it is there's so much attention on Tim Tebow to the Jaguars that that takes so much pressure off their number one pick and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence doesn't need it. I think now the the talk won't be all about Trevor Lawrence and his performance. Every week, it will now be, oh, how how did Tim Tebow look this week? How much Tim Tebow, what about his playing time or Tim Tebow this? Because he's such a big name and people want to know about him. So I think that does help in the long run. It helps Trevor Lawrence in the pressure that he will face. I feel that. I mean, and then when you – so I – do I think there's some favoritism in him going to the Jaguars? Absolutely. Would any other team want Tim Tebow? No. Not a chance. This is like the Michael Jordan of the uh, of the NFL. That's what Tim Tebow is. He's like, he comes in there, and he's just there for publicity, and I hate him. <clears throat> that's pretty yeah, much so, That's the only rational thought I have. And here's the thing. I mean, like, yeah, they signed him, but, like, he could still get cut during – training like training camp like nah, he's man. not guaranteed he's not guaranteed to make the roster even though i think he will why would you sign him i want him to get hit not so hard not to make the roster can't speak anymore wow so i don't have to hear him on tv but yeah i i think it's actually a smart signing i think it will i think it will actually work out for them in the long run he could he could be a Taysom hill-esque type of player to where he you know, you can bring him in for those, like, those goal line packages or, you know, those. Like a jump pass. <laughs> like a jump pass, the infamous jump pass. You know, he could have that type of impact, I think, with the Jaguars where he, you know, he could throw the ball or he could run it or, you know, he could actually go go out and pass it or catch the ball. He's just a winner. I mean, you can't – you can teach winning, but, like, to have that kind of mentality that he has – you know, I don't think everyone has that that type of winning mentality. To leave I mean, it all on the did, field. He does cry when he loses, so he is a sore loser. <laughs> maybe he's mature. Maybe he's matured a little bit. I mean, maybe who knows? I'll never give him a chance because I hate him. So I don't know. I I think it'll be interesting. I'm actually hoping it works actually, out. Man. I'm hoping it works oh, out, dude. I mean, I hope it works out. And then, I mean, they're the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're trash. So, but these yeah, are I the mean, famous last words of uh, Troy being saying someone's trash. And last time I said that was Julio Jones. So, at Alabama's first year. So, not facts. By the way, McKay, what's your take on Tim Tebow? Are you, are you just what? I think Connor said it best. I think I agree with his take. Um, I don't have – I don't know. I think people are getting super angry for no reason. I mean, I okay, I guess there is a reason. But I think that people are just – I think they're for sure overreacting. I think you have a good reason to hate him, Troy. You, you suffered feeling. through him. Yeah, you suffered through him for four years and then dealt with his, you know, resurgence in the NFL when he actually played well for a season. So I, I, I don't – I understand that. Uh, for me, I didn't really ever feel those feelings, and I was always – I always root for the underdog in the NFL, just kind of how I am. And so that season Tim Tebow did well. I was actually rooting for him and actually wanted to do that game. I was so pumped when he beat the Steelers, and then I wanted him to beat Tom Brady. But Brady – Patriots are Patriots until proven otherwise. So exactly. um, that, that, game, that game was a blowout. And so I don't know. I, I, we'll see how it goes. I think Tebow has always been fit for a tight end anyway. And so this might actually be he, – he's finally humble enough to accept that he can't throw a football. Uh, I don't know why it took him so long because he could have played football as a tight end years ago. And so we'll see. if Unless he has brick hands, then, you know, we'll see. With the hands that throw that football, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust him. <laughs> <laughs> All hey, right, so. real quick, I, I I know that there's still a lot left, but I actually got to go. I think there's something I have to fix on my car. So um, I will give you my J. Cole reactions next week if that's okay. Oh, that's totally fine, dude. Okay.
Sweet. I will. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Good luck, boys. Troy, I don't. I hope that rage-filled Tim Tebow rant was all you have today. But if not, I can't wait to hear it. Oh, uh, dude, it's all I have. I my energy is now low. <laughs> okay. Like I might have to go take a nap. I might have to go take a nap after this one. <laughs> it was a- okay. See you, McKinnell. Okay, I'll see you, boys, later. Later. All right. All right. About the J. Cole thing now, or we could talk about the 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 Harold. The horse with steroids. Let's uh let's leave J. Cole for next week. All right, bet. So somebody can have his take. I'm looking it up. I actually heard it. I listened to part of my take the other day. They talked about um the horse's name was Medina Spirit. Yes. Yes. MS. I was. I looked into it a little bit today. You're what? I looked into like kind of the whole ordeal, but yeah, I guess it tested positive for drugs. Was that the Kentucky Derby? Yes. So he um, won the, he, let me see if it's a boy or a girl. It was a, was it a Philly? That's what the girl horse is. And then like, a, not a Clydesdale, but uh, whatever the horse's name. They always have yeah. cool, cool names, but they, it had it tested for 21 picograms of the drug, uh, Betamethasone, which is an anti-inflammatory. So it's more, I don't know what a picogram is, so I'm going to have to look that up. Because I heard uh, yeah, a take, do you know the Randy Moss guy from uh, horse racing that's on ESPN all the time? Uh, I did listen to a horse racing guy. I don't know who it was. but So there's a dude named uh, Randy Moss, but he's not the football player. So with that... I'm actually looking that up. He was mentioning that it was like an anti-inflammatory, but it was of the mouth that it was tiny. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean a picogram. It's an amount of steroids. So like, uh, I got, let's go so, look it up in met- so metric. So a pico a picogram is one to the negative twelfth of a gram. Wow. So, so it's like. A trace mineral, like a trace. It's it's like point zero 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 one grams. It's like so. It's tiny, 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 tiny amount. It's like almost nothing. I'm not even sure why they even flagged him for that because that just doesn't even seem like. I want to see what it does. What it does. Important warnings. Well, anti-inflammatory. I mean. I mean, if it was hurt, sure, probably probably helps with recovery. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, horses, poison maybe. So, do you remember the horse Barbaro, the one the Triple Crown? I don't. I don't know much about horses. Well, I knew the one thing about Barbaro. He was a horse. He she a horse that lived a thoroughbred racehorse who won the 2006 Kentucky Derby, and then broke his leg in the Preakness. It was like the Bo Jackson of horses. They were pumping them up, and there was a big, huge deal about it. Like when I was when I was in middle school and high school, they talked about it way too much, right? And then mm-hmm. he had surgery, and then it would get infected every other week, and they had to put it down because it broke his leg. Horses are very like delicate creatures, especially when they're on their legs. Yeah, right? yeah. Which I never knew anything about, but. Um, but with like this horse, like it, I believe it must be like, it reduces pain in the joints of a horse. Right. so it's like a cortisone shot. Yeah. And what it was mentioning, it would, could be, I mean, once you put an anti-inflammatory, like tore it all, football players line up for that stuff. Right. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. Just, Cause it takes away the pain joint. Any type of inflammation or or joint, you know, swelling that you may have, like gone. So like your movements become smoother again, without pain. Totally. So so it's like making a horse who has not really a choice of what it wants. You gave it an anti-inflammatory that that is poisonous to them, potentially. It puts them at a high risk of getting an injury. So like there's like Barbaro who broke his leg, while and then tried to race on it. 
and then it got yeah. put down like a year later. So this is like an animal cruelty situation because like it is known like companies will test animals and see if something is like pain free or unpain free or reactive to like uh, to chemicals, right? Mm-hmm. So that's actually a thing. So then, gotcha. It's just like animal cruelty in a way. It's like direct. It's not like you're fighting it, like Michael Vick, but it's more like you're giving it a drug and testing to see if it works or not. So, and then also, yeah. you give it anti-inflammatory. It screws over betters, and nothing pisses off more than uh, like mafia bosses than screwed up bets, right? So yeah. So this what's it? Medina Spirit. Medina. Is that the name? Yeah, I believe. Uh huh. Was it was it racing for the triple crown today? I know it. Well, I know the, it didn't win today. It got third or something like that. Well, it was there for the Kentucky Derby. So, did it win the Kentucky Derby? Yes, it did. Or he, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl though. So. Yeah, and it also raced today. There's a race today. Um, but it didn't. It didn't win. It got third or something like that. I mean, the horn, the person that owns it, it's like, oh, I didn't know. So, but I mean, maybe he did. I mean, every player says they don't know if they take a drug or not. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, so. Ignorance is bliss. Oh, totally, Just dude. Totally. Bliss. Whatever the medical staff gives you, yeah, that, that works. Makes me feel good? Okay. I mean, hey, you know, this could kill you in 10 seconds, but I don't care. <laughs> Makes you play better. Okay, yeah, give it to me. All right, bet, dude. Anything for an extra, for me to win the, win that one game, you know? Heck yeah. So, oh, Bob Baffert. What's his name? John Velasquez. It was a 15 to one odds, and they won a million dollars off of it. So, I mean, you screw someone over a million dollars, they get pissed off. Oh, Long yeah. Long story short, dude. So, wow, they had a. Dude, let's look. You want to read the? I'm I'm at on my Wikipedia reading the horse names. Medina yeah. Spirit, Hot Rod Charlie, uh, Helium. Nice. Uh, known Agenda. So, uh, that's for Bond. Yeah, not great. Hidden Stash. Ooh. Super Stonk. Soup and Sandwich. Okay. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Soup and Sandwich. How do they come up with these? These are so random. I mean, they they just think of stupid names. How do you... Wow, that's so nice. Oh, Bezos. That's a that's a that's a lame name. Yeah, Mandaloon. Wow, there's multiple trainers. Brad Cox. Brad Cox. There's a bunch of. Ooh, I guess they get a huge fat sack of cash if they go. Brad Cox I mean, seems it's... to. It's a big deal to go to a Kentucky Derby. They wear these weird hats. Oh, yeah. That's like a... Isn't that like one of the biggest races for a horse? Yes. uh, For horse racing? It's like the biggest race? Yeah. You want to hear something that's even crazier? It's like a crazy party there, though, too. Like, uh, Wes Wes Welker got popped with, like, Molly at the (laughs) At the Kentucky Kentucky Derby. Derby? Yeah. Yo, they turn up, dude. Exactly behind the behind be... the behind the scenes of the Kentucky Derby, dude. You would never, you would never know, dude. When it comes to no, game not... ball, oh. gets crazy, bro. You don't mess with people's money when it's on the line. Exactly. I mean, I'm okay. scared of horses. They're huge. So, <laughs> can they smell? Have you ridden a horse? When you were a kid, at the at the fair, yeah. it's pretty fun. I when I I've, I've ridden a horse a couple times. It's it's enjoyable. I wouldn't want to. Oh yeah, taking care of a uh, horse? No thanks. Like, why would you have a horse at a farm? What would you do with it other than ride it? Use it for to me. Field work, help you I mean, in the fields. Let's get a tractor, bro. <laughs> Give me a John Deere and I'll drive that all day. I think horses nowadays are just for like more recreation, right? 
for sport yeah. and recreation. Big polo. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can't I imagine a horse doing it much else. Well, here's something crazy, right? So back in the uh, – this is a baseball fact. So the New York Giants used to play at a former polo grounds. Okay. What the yeah. So let me see it. Uh, so the the let's go see what they. So it was in Manhattan, New York, and the New York Giants played there in the inception of baseball, and like their uh, dimensions were freaking crazy, right? So because it's like a square park, because I don't know how uh-huh. polo works at all. No so idea. the the New York Giants played there, who are now the San Francisco Giants. The New York Yankees, when the uh, Mets were a team, when they were in their inaugural seasons, the first two, before Shea mm-hmm. Stadium was built, uh, they played their first two games. The, the fourth All-Star game was hosted there in 1942. Uh, the New York Jets played there, and the, the football Giants played there, and like they played, like there were games played Interesting. there. Interesting. So, uh, huh. the so do you know the uh the infamous or not the infamous the famous Willie Mays catch, like the over the shoulder uh, yes. catch. Yes. Uh, he caught that one at the Polo Grounds. So I'm think I'm just looking at the stadium. So left field down the line and was two seventy nine. So a bunt over the fence. Wow, yeah, that's nothing. Then you go vertical. So straight north from that spot. So left center field is four hundred fifty feet. Oh are you kidding? Right. No, I'm not kidding. That's then insane. you go right. And then there's a little box, maybe and deep center, right? So you go right, it goes straight for a while. So it's at 450. So it looks like it's a like Antonio Brown's haircut. If you can perfectly imagine that. So you know how his head looks like a Lego on top? Yeah, what's the name of the stadium? Polo Grounds. So if you look it up, right? Center field, dead center was 483. Then you 483? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Right field was four forty four forty nine. Then you go vertically That's, down, right? That's right insane. field is four fifty eight. No, it's not four fifty eight. It was two fifty eight. So another bunt over the fence. Take a guess where a lot of the like their home runs were. It's easy for Willie Mays to get a bunch of home runs at a park that's bunting over it. So I mean, yeah, you're freaking, you're pulling that ball. Yeah, I mean. And also, like, you can just hit the ball over the people's heads, and then you got to end the parker. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, playing in the outfield would have been horrific. That's insane. Wow. That's got to be the oddest park ever, yeah? Yes. I mean, we can look up – old baseball fields used to have really big stadium, like, really big outfields. So, for fin- just imagine well, – Fenway's, just... Fenway's got a deep center. Oh yeah, Fenway's huge, dude. Like, uh, it's like four twenty, I think. Like the, I think, fi- I think yeah, Fenway, Fenway at center field is like, it's got to be like four twenty, four thirty-five. Yeah, so like yeah, four twenty on the that corner. The little... Go on. I was just saying, yeah, like you're like the that weird corner they have in center field. Oh, that uh, the little corner. So it's like three ten and left, three seventy nine and like left center ish. Then it yeah. gets longer and longer than like right. The little corner is four twenty and three eighty on the right, right center. That's a yeah. that's freaking crazy. And that's then three hundred two at the pesky pole. Yeah, pesky pole, man. It's where you hit and, all the lefties. Exactly, you just hit a puller right down the line. That's Fenway Park's probably one of the best like looking parks there is, and then I'm Old looking school, at Tiger man. Stadium. I remember when Tiger Stadium was a thing. Uh, so is, was Tiger Stadium old or is it 
Yes, they're known for like having a big ass like, uh, like pole in front of you in the field. Like they have beams always in the way. So uh, I'm looking I at there. Because Wrigley is an older field too. I was looking at their dimensions. They're not. But they're, they're not, not windy, too... so you can hit a lot of bombs, and the field's kind of small. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not. not it's not that big, or seems pretty normal comparatively. Exactly. So. I'm looking at – so, like, I mean, I like the Tigers because I used to watch them a lot. Losing, uh, I would go watch the Tigers lose because it was kind of comical. Uh, they were really bad because they would lose, like, on average 100 games a season for, like, five years in a row. And they would have all these all – they would have all these former all-stars. It was great. <laughs> so – Oh wow! Uh, I looked at the Tiger Stadium dimensions, and it said nine acres. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I don't want that. So yeah, I'm like, center field is 440 for them. So 440. Yes. What was, wow. What is the Astro? What is the Astro Stadium? They oh. had a weird center field. Oh yeah. So here, um, it was called. It's Minute Maid, right? But their center field had a hill on it, so. Yeah, they had a hill in there. I don't think they have it anymore. They won the World Series the year after. They took it out? Yeah. Yeah, they took it out the year before they won the World Series. Like, Tows Hill. Yeah. I believe that's what it's called. Uh, Center field was, like, 404. They had a they had a flagpole in the middle of it, but their left field is three fifteen. They had a little fence. The Braves got uh, cheaped out of a playoff win because of that. So they like some bum, some right, some left, some second baseman bum, like bunting the ball over the fence for the Braves to lose a division series. They walked off the series on that, and I was really mad. It's probably the maddest I've been in after a baseball game. <laughs> Has no home runs ever in the season, and then all of a sudden he beat some – their first-round pick they drafted that season got to pitch up. It was an 18-inning game, and it was ridiculous. I cried. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look up other ballpark uh, dimensions, but they're all pretty – You would have to look up, average. like, the old ones, like Ebbett Fields, Ebbett yeah, you got, Field. No, that none was of the where the Brooklyn ones. Dodgers – that's where the Dodgers used to play in Brooklyn. You know yeah. why the Dodgers no, no, they... are called the Dodgers? Because they dodged the law. No, they were the uh, they were trolley Dodgers. They used to be called because you know how trolleys were there in the back in the eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds. So there's that. Uh, huh. Their center field, the original dimensions were four seventy seven, but before they left, it was. Uh, Well, by by the time they left, it was four hundred. But City Field, uh, kind of mimicked what it used to look like. So, the older Man, stadiums. If you were hit- have- Go on. I was gonna say hitting bombs in the older stadiums was easy and difficult, depending on. Oh yeah, totally. Where you hit it, like if you hit it down the line, it's always a a bomb. But if you hit it up the middle, then it's like a triple. So, so like, slugging percentage was a thing. Because if you had good speed, like, dead ball era time, like, when you would only have, like, 13 home runs, but you would have, like, 32 triples in a season. Yeah. Like, your Honus, like, your Ty Cobbs and Honus Wagners of your time. Like, ridiculous. Seriously. Ted Williams? And, I mean, let's go look up Yankee Stadium when Ruth is playing. Old Yankee Stadium? Because... I mean, he's probably the most overrated baseball player of all time. But, Babe Ruth? Uh, I mean, he's such a bum everywhere else. Brightfield is 314, and they're, yeah, he was a bum. Then right center was pretty deep. He hit it in the porch, is gone. Get out of there, bum. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right field. Yeah, center field is pretty deep. Right field, their power alley is nice and in uh, Yankee Stadium. 
Babe Ruth was a lefty? Yeah. But the Yankees yeah, are known he... for having that porch, like, hanging over uh, the right fielder. So, if you hit a pop-up to right field, then um, then it would be a home run. So. Yeah, so it was the lefty park easy. I mean, oh, easily yeah, all a day. lefty park. I mean, 1923, their right field line was 257 feet. So, um, uh, I just the remember right field line was they they didn't get a big right field line until 1976. So, every home run that Babe Ruth hit that he pulled was not real. <laughs> so, I just remember when they built the new Yankee Stadium, some Red Sox fan buried a jersey in the concrete. Good. I mean, after that stadium's been knocked down, like the Yankee. Yeah, they so, lost all their their good luck. I mean, their best games that the best game that's ever been played there was the Florida Marlins beating them in the World Series. So, were the oh was the that Milwaukee the Diamondbacks Braves. beating them? No, that was in uh, that was at a is that is that, that big one or wherever Chase Field Chase Chase Field? Yeah, the Braves won a World Series at Yankee. It's so. beautiful. It's beautiful. Good. It's good, it's love good when the suckers it. lose. So, love to see it. Uh, the... Wow. Wow, my dog's playing with me. He's just right in front of me. So, um, wow, I like this kind of stuff. I kind of like looking up. What's Have you ever yeah. been to Fenway, Connor? Yeah, I've been to Fenway a couple times. It's a great ballpark, great atmosphere. Like where did you sit? Um. So I I sat one time near Pesky Pole. Um, just a few rows up from Pesky Pole. Those that was a those are interesting seats because they're kind of they face the field. So like you have to like kind of turn to the left to see yeah. on plate. Is it, does that make sense? So it's kind of like a oh, weird. Okay. But it was just for more of just like the nostalgia, you know, sitting next to Pesky Pole. Oh, really? And then, yeah. Because a lot of people, they have like markers there and people like sign the pole. It's pretty cool. Oh, they, oh, they sign the pole? People next, like, uh... Yeah, people, people who sit next to the Pesky Pole will sign it. So it's a bunch of black marks on it. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And then uh, the other time we sat um, third baseline. So like behind the dugout, a few rows up. Those are good yeah, seats. Totally. Oh, man, the I the like goal is one day to go to the monster seat, sit on the monster. But supposedly are those they, tickets are hard to come by. Are those expensive? Like supposedly they're extremely expensive. Supposedly they're extremely expensive. Built. Yeah, they're like really expensive tickets, but suppose like. The way I think season tickets work is like they're like season tickets for the monster on top of the monster. They're like passed down, like generational. Oh, they probably have PCLs like the. Yeah. So it's like, so they're just really hard to come by. And if you, people do sell them, they're really expensive. Just cause I'm it's, looking them up right now. you know, sitting on the green monster. Wow. Oh, person currently not available. How about you just give me a price, dude? I didn't know it was like so exclusive. Yeah, supposedly it's it's actually quite difficult to sit up there. Uh, I'm on SeatGeek right now, and it says that. Wow, I'm trying to like. I should probably look up prices. Yeah. Um, so I'm just looking up uh, Red Monster Seats. Then <laughs> they're expensive. I just looked at them. Uh, what, was the, uh, what was the price? Well, I mean, they were say... advertising like over 100 bucks. So, uh, Oh, but... they're probably a few hundred. 
Yeah. I would probably say they're closer to probably a thousand dollars, I bet. Um they I mean, I had to go through so much red tape just to click it. Oh, by the way, if they're playing the the Yankees, then uh oh they oh, the... they're they're definitely exclusive because you can't it's so hard to find them right now. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm sure you have to like all these sites. Uh Green Monster. I don't care about those. They used to not have seats back there. It used to be like bars and stuff. Yeah. But um I mean I kinda like it. That's kind of a cool thing though. Like, so it's saying like like average. It says it varies based on like date and opponent, things like that. So the first row of the Green Monster seat is five But it's like five hundred five hundred bucks average That's- probably. Wow. That was back in two. That was back in twenty sixteen, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking at them right now. Like, if the Braves are playing on the twenty fifth, you buy two tickets. They're three fifty nine each. But that's on row three. Row one yeah. for uh, when they play the Miami Marlins is four hundred and seven hundred and forty seven bucks. That's yeah, probably so, on a weekend. So that's so. super expensive. I mean, that's, that's if you have the place. money, it's probably worth it. Just for if they play the Yankees, they you pay a thousand bucks. They play the Phillies, you pay one point two k. Yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah, but those seats, yeah, those seats weren't put up there till like two thousand three. Oh, that's good though. That's cool because that's something that like that kind of. But, yeah, so, like I don't think they'll they'll probably take it out within the next twenty to thirty years, but Oh man, I don't be... know. Those fans are crazy about baseball and nostalgia. They're super old school in the way they do baseball. You know how like in newer baseball stadiums they have like all oh, like the in between inning fan stuff and like the hot dog races and Yeah, they don't do that, don't you know, they? Fenway's no nonsense, man. It's just baseball. They do the seventh inning stretch, and that's it. Kind of like how in uh, for the Cubs, they play. Uh, they have someone sing the the. Yeah. There and so, then. Yeah, so it's very much a baseball. It's very much a baseball park. Oh yeah. For like true baseball fans, like if you want true baseball, you go to like that stadium or like one of the older stadiums to get like the, the old school baseball. Baseball feel, because I know that uh, like Wrigley's probably o- might be older or no Wrigley's not older. I think Wrigley's uh, like the second oldest. Then before that, it was like uh, it was Tiger Stadium, and then but no one wants to live in Detroit, so <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, the oldest stadium before that is probably like uh, either the Anaheim Stadium or the Dodger yeah. Stadium. Dodgers is old, and so is Anaheim. Yeah, so and I think uh, the Oakland, Oakland oh, stadium well, is pretty old. Oakland's oh, did you hear about Oakland? Like they're about to. Yes, the NLB be... kind of advised them to not uh, go to Oakland. They need to move, maybe. Yeah, they gave them permission to move cities. That I feel bad for Oakland. They're losing all their teams. They've already lost the Raiders. They lost the Warriors. Go and say Warriors. Now they're about to lose the athletics. All right. Here. I'm going to give you this fact. You might not feel bad for them anymore. The <laughs> Oakland Athletics uh, offered to fund it privately. The stadium? The, to build a stadium? Yes. No tax and money. The, and the city said no? The city said no. Wow. They're dumb. They yeah. should leave. Exactly. Go to Vegas, dude. They'll appreciate you. And oh, sports gambling legal. I mean, Pete Rose might have a thing to say about that, but. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's crazy to me. So that's just like the city of Oakland just not wanting sports teams. Well, I mean, did you hear about how Atlanta works, right? Like the how, they, Braves, how they moved out of Atlanta? Yeah, you know why they did? Well, I heard because um, the, the city of Atlanta didn't. They were supposed to like build up the area around Turner Field, but they never did, and and they didn't want exactly. to like fund any more projects around it to like exactly. build up the area. 
And then they, they built want... the Falcon Stadium. They approved the Falcon Stadium. Right? Yeah. So they would say right, no but... to them. And then and they, they would build the... you guys. They build the Mercedes Dome. Exactly. Mercedes Stadium. Yeah. I mean, have you been to what is it? What do they call it? Sun? Uh, it's not SunTrust. Well, it's, it's Truist now because they got Truist. bought out. Yeah, by uh, Truist. It's a it's a nice area. I, I like it. It's a nice park. Oh, have you been to the game? Have you been to a game there? Yeah, I've been to. When I've gone back to Georgia, I've been to a game or two. It's a nice park. Really nice. Oh yeah, I've been there. I've been there. And ironically, the last team I watched was the Arizona Diamondbacks. And the last three games I've watched were the Arizona Diamondbacks for them. <laughs> so, now I live there. Yeah, Arizona, Arizona's got a nice stadium, though. Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, when you see the retractable roof closed down, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it does yeah. have that feel of, like, the Georgia Dome, because it is, like, 10 years similar. old. Similar. Yeah, Similar. So. It was only yeah, but, a year newer than uh, Turner Field when it came out. So, and yeah, then Turner Field when, got kicked out. And I remember when the D, going to the D backs games when I was a kid. Like that retractable stadium was like next level. I guess it is. Because <laughs> I was like, because I would, I would be like, why would the Arizona Diamondbacks wear black jerseys in the desert? Then I realized, oh wait, when they close the doors, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And I mean, like, I mean, Arizona, they don't, you don't have any play. That's going to be good this season. Yeah, I I don't even know how they're doing this year, but I can't imagine. I don't even know who's on that team anymore, except for uh, Bumgarner. Yeah. I mean, those are facts. I mean, Bumgarner, I think he he threw a no-hitter, a fake no-hitter the other day. Uh, the, a month go. ago, and then oh, he came they're back. Beating, they're beating Washington right now. Good. As it's long as the Phillies, I don't know. Did the Braves win today? The Nationals aren't very good either, though. The Diamondbacks are seventeen and twenty-two, so they're oh. they're eh. yeah. How are your Red Sox though? Dude, to... they they smoked they smoked the Angels today nine zero. Uh, poor dude. Poor Angels, Mike Trout. Dude. Poor Mike what Trout. One. What a waste of talent on the Angels. I mean, um, they have like Willie Mays and like the second coming of baseball Jesus is here and they can't do anything with it. So he needs no, to just they, go back up to heaven and just chill somewhere else to the he, Dodgers. Un- unfortunately, like obviously he's making bank, so you can't knock him there. But if they don't do anything to help support him, yeah, they're, they're never – They'll never make it back to the World Series. Yeah, the, and the the Angels are last in their division. Alex, very their, their, pretty cool. Their division is actually really tough too, though. They have the A's and the Athletics and Houston. Oh, have you seen those Kelly Green jerseys by the A's? Dude, clean, 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 ass. clean. Kelly Green them. is nice. No offense to the. Like that that midnight green that the Eagles wear is hideous, but when they say wear those Kelly Green jerseys, yeah, like they're... I might want to be an Eagles fan that day. I may want that jersey. No, the Red Sox have the best uh best record in baseball. So they're cruising right now. You still there, Troy? Hello? Yo. I lost you there. Oh, yeah. I'll see here, too. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know how far I'm going to re- re- uh, edit into this. Do you want to keep the uh, baseball stuff in there, or do we want to end it here? Oh, we can. I mean, you can stop right here if you'd like. Oh yeah, totally. Um, do you have any thoughts? Yeah. Any thoughts for the weekend? For the for the fans. By the way, guys, uh, the editing will be done a lot earlier this week, as in like <laughs> probably tomorrow. I was so behind on crap, and I was like, 
I know. I, hey guys, I know that it takes hey, five minutes to do it, but that's a daunting five minutes, man. I feel you. You know, winning championships requires a lot of work. So. I mean, yeah, like when there is a championship. Oh, the, the fans don't know this. They um, need to because, know. Uh, I was finessed into uh, making workouts for the baseball team, and this Monday the Mesquite Wildcats baseball team is playing at Diablo Stadium, right? My next door neighbor, the Angels facility, and they're playing their state championship game there. So I might be getting two rings by accident. It's so, two different sports. Exactly. State I champion, mean, two different sports. The Cowboys should hire me. The Braves oh, should hire me. The Bulldogs yeah. should hire me. And then they I really can retire. Should. I mean, I didn't know winning championships would be this easy. But, <laughs> but I have played Madden before. I've won. I've never lost the Super Bowl. So yeah, you you have played Madden when you the general manager. Yes. Version. So I mean, when it comes to simulation, I got it. But in real life. You- it, they need to take you to the next level. I mean, now it's too I'm, easy. We have too to easy debate. in high school. Exactly. I got to take it into the uh, whatever is above professional, over professional. Maybe like the spirit world's version of professional. <laughs> I got it, dude. All day. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Coach Science, this is a uh, care to discuss, and we will be here next week, right? Yeah, of course. Dude, we'll be this here. Is a good week. Good week, bro. All right. I'll see you, man. All right. Later. See you, fellas. See ya. Bye-bye.